Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's show, I share with you six strategies to handle the I'm offended crowd. If you live your life terrified by offending anybody, there is no doubt you will suppress the real you. And I say the world needs the real you. Stick around for six practical strategies that will enable you to be more of the real you so that you can make your unique contribution without being terrified of somebody saying to you, I'm offended. This weekly show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success. Your self-awareness with your passion will give you success, I promise you. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career, and that's now 28 years ago, amazing, I have been provoking, inspiring, educating audiences in conferences, in keynote speeches, in workshops, in executive coaching programs about accessing passion and living life with passion, leading to amazing personal and organisational results. I've helped people via the books that I've written, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous quote, The unexamined life is not worth living. So I hope you as a regular viewer, listener on a podcast of this show, Spend time examining your life so that you can decide what success means for you. You can see that I'm wearing my red jacket. Red, the colour of passion. So that when you see red, when you see, when you think of me, you think red. And when you see red, you think of passion. And passion in your life, passion for those you mix with. Passion of of people in your organisational team. Passion amongst your family members. Never suppress your children's passion because that's what they're meant to be doing. Each week I explore one big idea. One big idea because too many ideas confuse us. And I'll give you a series of tools, of resources to help you reinforce this week's idea. This show is not designed to be politically correct. I avoid political correctness as much as I can. I'm in favour of certain addictions, one of them being coffee. So, for regular listeners and viewers, here I'm having my sip of yummy, yummy Nespresso coffee. Mmm. I love it. This show also subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. The human spirit is a remarkable resource that each one of us has. And this show is also designed to inspire you to tap into your human spirit and the spirit of those with whom you share your life. So, before we get on to the big idea, a quick review of what's happened in the past week. Well, in Australia, we had the Mark Zuckerberg Facebook attack on blocking news content from Facebook. 
That's going to have ripple effects all around the world and it really brings home the position of big tech giant companies and other giant companies and governments of countries. And I urge you to observe that balance between the two because don't believe that big, large companies have your welfare at heart. No, they've only got their own welfare at heart. So this battle between Zuckerberg and the Australian government has also been handled over the weekend by Frydenberg. So we've got Zuckerberg and Frydenberg having interesting conversations. During the week, the excitement, in fact, today, as I'm recording this show, Australians are going to get their first vaccines and the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, is going to be vaccinated today. Isn't that exciting? I say no, because if you know anything about vaccines, you will be starting, you will be, have, have been, and you will continue to be asking questions about how effective are these, how safe are these. Now, bear in mind that the percentage of people who are diagnosed with COVID-19 who have any serious symptoms at all is 0.5% of those diagnosed. 0.5%. And people will tell me, I know somebody who got almost sick or who got very sick. Big deal. Are you telling me that the whole planet should be vaccinated for a 0.5%? serious illness, let alone the death rate from coronavirus, which is well under 0.1%. And the slavish simpleton slogan, simplistic and simpleton slogan that anybody who questions vaccines is an anti-vax nutter is bullshit. And I urge you to do your own thinking about this. And indeed, this show around Offending anybody is around doing your own thinking. So it becomes very easy to say, oh, Charles Coves is an anti-vaxxer. Bullshit. I question the safety of vaccines. I question their effectiveness. And I urge you to do the same because the research is not in and already adverse reaction reports are coming in from authoritative sources from all around the world. The damage caused by this vaccine, I say, will be far greater than any damage you would have from having COVID-19. The other big news in Melbourne, in Australia, is that the Australian Tennis Open has been here and the final is on tonight. And one of the crucial pieces of information around Novak Djokovic and his status as the number one tennis player in the world is that he pursues very intelligent, holistic health practices that help him be in the best health that he possibly can be. You can't be number one in the world unless you are doing important things to maintain your health. And he's been at the top for a long time. So that ties into the sustainability question. That's, again, one of the reasons why I ride my bike and compete in triathlons and swim and run. Because I look after my the machine that God, the universe, has given to me. Why wouldn't you look after it? 
Just think of this metaphor. If, if you were given a motor car when you turned 18 years of age and you, and you were told this is the only car you can have, you can have any car on the planet for nothing, but it's the only car that you're going to have for your whole life, do you think you would look after it? I think you would. Well, I urge you as a listener, as a viewer of this show, that you, are, that you make this decision to look after this magnificent body that you have. So during the week yesterday and today, I did some pretty serious riding again, two weeks after my mountain climbing. Um, Julie's been doing her exercise. Both of us have. We've been carefully watching what we eat. Why? Because we both want to be healthy. Now, for today's big idea, how to handle the I'm offended crowd. Never apologize. Before I do, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast or to the YouTube channel if that's your source of information. I invite you to visit our websites, coves.com for corporate programs and public programs and charlescoves.com for more details about the self-awareness and passion quest. From previous episodes of the show, and for those who know me well, you know I talk about you and me and Julie being weirdos, not just unique, but weirdos. So in any environment that you are in, look on every person that you're interacting with as a weirdo. Now, how on earth will you know whether you're going to offend anybody by what you say? We've had an explosion in the offence industry. This is a big game that's being played. If any public figure says something that is offensive to somebody else, bang, the activists go nut and say, he shouldn't say that, that's offensive to A, B or C. Whatever, whatever victim group you want to pick, that's offensive to somebody. You shouldn't say that. And then people rush, these celebrities rush to apologise. I didn't mean to say that. I say to you, that is a losing strategy. I'm going to share with you six ways that you can respond to anybody who says to you, I'm offended by what you say. Different situations require different answers. I urge you to be prepared because it, these these offence industry proponents, they can attack you when, when you're least expecting it and then suddenly you're on the back foot and you go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. No, you meant to say it. You are supposed to say what is true for you based on your level of knowledge. Now, you can say I'm a bit of an idiot about something, but here's what I believe. That's the truth. That's the truth of what I believe. Or if somebody asks you for your opinion, you share your truthful opinion, and then they say to you, oh, I'm offended. Be prepared. Practice these strategies, these strategic responses to somebody who wants to put you back into your box, not your box, back into the box that they've created about what's appropriate to say and what's not appropriate to say. I reject broadly such a stupid, crazy model imposed by some weirdos, some activists who have another agenda going and you don't even know what their agenda is. And in any event, what does being offended mean? When somebody says to you, I'm offended, what do they actually mean by that? And because they're a weirdo and you're a weirdo, both of you will, each of you will have different 
opinions about what does being offended mean. I want you to think about what does that mean to be offended? So, different situations, different responses, different strategies. Here they are. Number one, when someone says to you, I'm offended that you talk about mothers rather than parents, your first response this is quite polite. You could say, how do you mean? And shut up. Let them explain how they mean. I promise you they will struggle. The second response, second strategy, you simply say, when they say, I'm offended, you say, and? And wait and shut up. Don't say anything. And? They will struggle. They will trip over their words. They will use mealy-mouthed weasel words to try and say how outrageous it is that you said that. The third response. You say, I'm offended that you dare to say that you're offended about what I say. So now we're both offended. What happens now? Why is your offence bigger than my offence? The fourth response. You being offended by what I say is of no interest or concern to me. The fifth strategy. Wow, you get offended easily. And the sixth strategy I don't give a rats. So when someone says to you, I'm offended, you go, I don't care. I don't give a rats. And this morning at the end of my bike ride, Tony, one of my buddies, he said to me, when someone says to him, I'm offended, he says, tough luck, toughen up. Never apologise. If someone's offended by what you say, almost never apologise. Now, you might have said something maybe that that is way over the top, very rarely might you apologise. You are entitled to your opinions. You can change your opinions. You can get further information from me on vaccinations, on freedom, on passion, and you go, oh, wow, I used to have a belief about this. I've changed my opinion on that. You are a free man or a free woman. You are entitled to your opinions. Never, almost never, apologise. Then within the corporate sector, we are getting ridiculous behaviour by captains of industry, by boards of directors who want to impose diversity training and all sorts of nonsensical woke training so that you are scared to express your opinion. I say that is a disaster waiting to happen and the less people speak their truth, the more disasters there will be and the greater the disaster for humanity. Within companies, the rules that are being imposed on people and how they speak have to be pushed back against. I've worked I've provided services for a number of big companies and the terror that's going on in those big companies is simply ridiculous. So, 
practice these responses, get good at them, and build up your courage of what you actually believe to be true and express it. Because if you shut up, the king will continue to parade down the street naked until the 10-year-old child says, in that wonderful Hans Christian Andersen tale, how come the king is wearing no clothes? That's what happens to truth. So share it. Share your truth and don't be terrified by the offence industry crowd. That then leads to this week's quote, this week's resource. The quote is from Albert Schweitzer. If you don't know anything about Albert Schweitzer, amazing philosopher, Christian, doctor, philanthropists, and his quote is this. Truth has no special time of its own. Its hour is now, always. Pretty powerful truth. And remember, I've shared this quote with you before from Buckminster Fuller, a man who was awarded 47 honorary doctorates. Look up the Buckminster Fuller Institute to find out more information about this remarkable man. But he said this in the introduction to, the, to his last book that I've recommended to you before, Critical Path. He says, I wrote this book for four reasons, and one of them is because of my driving conviction that all of humanity is in peril of extinction if each one of us does not dare, now and henceforth, always to tell only the truth and all the truth and to do so promptly right now. Two geniuses sharing with you the importance of you speaking what's true for you. My health tip is around balance. I've talked about it before, but balancing mental, physical, spiritual. I want to tell you a story. When I was competing in triathlons, which I still do from time to time, but when I was competing almost every weekend... Not once did I finish a triathlon except the Ironman triathlon where I was totally exhausted. Why? Just like the bike ride yesterday and the hilly ride today, I didn't totally exhaust myself because I wanted to do this show for you. So I'm balancing my physical effort by knowing what I have to do when I finish that effort. I don't have the luxury of exhausting myself on the bike or in a triathlon and then come home and lounge about and do nothing. When I was in the early days of triathlons, I had four children under the age of five. When I came back from a triathlon, I couldn't say, I'm tired now, kids can look after themselves, to Jenny, my first wife. I would, I knew I was on duty because she had been looking after the children while I was competing in triathlons. So I'm constantly thinking around this balance as I'm talking about the offence industry. I don't want, I don't like offending people. I care about human beings. That's why I do this work. I believe in the ultimate goodness of most people. There are plenty of evil people around, but most people are not. Most people come from good intent. A, a, A small minority are the evil ones. So that's the spiritual caring that goes on. But at a mental level, I can see our planet is in trouble if we don't take the risk of people saying, I'm offended. Good, be offended. Go and do your own learning. You're entitled to be offended, but don't bother me with it because I'm entitled to my opinions. 
the song for the week to inspire you to have the courage to access your spirit to not be not be if you like bullied harassed dominated by the I'm offended crowd is by Olivia Newton-John and Olivia Newton-John is an inspiration because she has gone on her own cancer journey and embraced holistic solutions she's married the Amazon man John Easterling she has gone out there and put herself on a limb willing to be criticized by the conservative medicos who have nowhere near the understanding that Olivia has about holistic health well this song I think is a inspiring one particularly the lyrics it's called magic come take my hand you should know me I've all I've always been in your mind you know that I'll be kind I'll be guiding you so this is your inner knowing Building your dream has to start now. There's no other road to take. You won't make a mistake. I'll be guiding you. You have to believe we are magic. Nothing can stand in our way. You have to believe we are magic. Don't let your aim ever stray. And if all your hopes survive, destiny will arrive. I'll bring all your dreams alive for you. Isn't that exciting? Listen to that song. Listen to those words. It's a great way to live life. At a spiritual level, my spiritual tip this week is to love people, the challenge of loving people and caring about them, even when they're diametrically opposed to your opinions about whatever the issue is about which they're offended. This is the great challenge of Christianity, of loving your enemies, of loving people who think differently about the planet, who think differently about socialism versus free enterprise. My book of the week ties into this question of being offended, but also, cutely, I think, ties into the battle between Zuckerberg and Frydenberg, the treasurer of Australia, Josh Frydenberg. Zuckerberg versus Frydenberg, I thought, hmm, we need a Rosenberg here. So my book recommended to you is Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg. So now we've got Zuckerberg, Ro- uh, Frydenberg and Rosenberg. Woohoo! Love it. My joke for you for today, and since I'm a musician and a double bass player, this really tickled my fancy. What do you call a musician without a girlfriend? And then Julie's been doing a lot of gardening. This tickled me as well. In gardening, the only way to tell a weed from a valuable plant is to pull it. If it comes out easily, it was a valuable plant. (laughs) Well, I think that's about it. Think about how today's big idea can make a difference to your life. Think about how life would be if you're not wandering around terrified by saying something that might be offensive to somebody or at least they claim to be offended by it. Liberate yourself from those fears. I want to provoke you, inspire you, motivate you 
to go deep inside yourself, to raise your awareness of who you are, of what you stand for, of what it means for you to act with integrity. I again invite you to visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. Subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder. Buy my books, Passionate People Produce, Passionate Performance. Learn about the self-awareness and passion quest that you can come with me in a one-on-one executive coaching experience. It will transform your life, I promise you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, this YouTube presentation, please subscribe if you haven't yet, and please share it amongst your friends, families, and networks. I would be most grateful. And lastly, have a great week. Have a lot of fun. Live with passion or pursue the discovery of your passion. Drink lots of coffee. We have to keep the coffee makers and the small business people providing us with coffee in business. Don't be afraid of offending anybody. Have a great week. Thanks for being with us. I look forward to being with you next week. Bye. Bye.